Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday, November 15th. Another chaotic Sunday in the NFL. Fairly decent Saturday in college football. I wouldn't call it great. Uh, on the hashtag dad life, I played pickup basketball indoors this weekend. It was phenomenal. I did so because my family was out of town. Uh, they checked out Yosemite National Park, which they enjoyed. They saw a bear, and then I kind of forced them to come back so my daughter could make her, her soccer playoff game. Hopefully my wife won't hear that, uh, but she understands. Uh, and then my daughter comes back, scores two goals, and we win a 6-5 thriller. Again, when you are uh, a little older and not going out a lot. Like, I had a hall pass this weekend, Rob, and some of the, uh, you know, I'm talking to the dads. I'm like, Boy, hall pass for me 10 years ago. Shucks, I'm I'm in New York City, you know, living it up. We're doing this, that. And now it's like, I kind of want to wake up early and play basketball. I, that, that was awesome. I loved it. Two straight hours. Well, maybe an hour and a half. 
I played well and uh, it's fun. Um, not as fun as my Sunday gambling in the NFL though, which was one of my better weekends in a while. Um, and like there were just so many good ripe upsets. Uh, I won in Survivor. We'll get to that later. Uh, fantasy, not so well, but it was a good gambling four and one in the contest. And before I get to um, the Kansas City Chiefs, who dominated Rob G's Raiders, I mean it was a beatdown of epic proportions. You could almost call that a curb stomping. I know that's kind of inappropriate to say. I said it once on TV, and the producer was like, "Hey, that might might be a little strong." I was like, "All right, fine." Um, I gave you guys that trend that uh, my buddy had seen of bet on teams that did not cover against teams that did. It went 4-1 and one this week. The only loser was the Ravens on Thursday Night Football. Now, technically, some people want to say, well, the Chiefs uh, covered the opening line last week. I don't count that. Once Rodgers was ruled out, um, it was just like the line moved like seven points. I was like, no way. That does not count. So 4-1 and one on that. I will give you the games that it applies to this coming week so you can get in the bets early before the lines move because that's what happens. But... Listen, I got to start the pod with a team that we just savaged for about a good month there in the middle point of the season, early to mid point of the season. And it was almost like a weekly thing. Like, what the hell's wrong with these guys? They can't win. Has Andy Reid lost it? Uh, Is Mahomes just an ordinary guy? Who was talking about a dynasty? There's no dynasty. Lo and behold, the Kansas City Chiefs pulled down the pants of the Raiders with an amazing performance. 406 yards from Mahomes, five tutties, was not sacked, did have a couple dropped interceptions that I'm sure Rob will point out was the massive difference. And the Kansas City Chiefs now are, would you believe this, the second best record in the AFC. Just let that sink in. Currently, and again, we got a long way to go, 17 games this year. The Titans, who luck boxed their way into a win again, are 8-2. and two. The Kansas City Chiefs at 6-4 and four are currently second, second in the AFC. That, to me, is just crazy. Again, we weren't writing them off. We were just, at this moment, at this juncture, the Chiefs are in trouble. Now, I'm sure some people went overboard and said, oh, after that loss to the Titans, these guys are toast. They are terrible. And you know what? That was a bad loss. I was on them. Uh, the Bills' loss at home was bad. But we didn't totally write them off. Getting to the playoffs was going to be difficult. But they able they got lucky against the Packers not to face Aaron Rodgers. They went into Vegas and performed very well. The Raiders have been through some stuff in the last uh, three weeks, if you if you didn't notice. And the Chiefs are sitting at six and four, folks. They're not dead. And if you want to really think about it, let's open the schedule for the upcoming Kansas City Chiefs. Are you ready? This week against the Cowboys, who are coming off a butt kicking, uh, they just really humiliated the Falcons, as many thought we would. Um, David Baker came on the pod this week, gave out the Cowboys. They delivered. Hope you cash that one. Then they got a bye. And this is who the Chiefs closed the season with versus the Raiders, who are not a good football team, versus Rob G's Raiders, who are kind of reeling, it feels. At the Chargers, who, I mean, geez, I don't know what the hell's wrong with the Chargers. They've lost, lost four or five. Versus the Steelers, bad football team. I don't know, Rob. We'll see if we... Remind me later in the pod. I have... Some deep thoughts on Steelers-Lions. I know nobody cares, but I just need to say some words on that. Um, at the Bengals, who are eh, and at the Broncos, who at Week 17 will probably be tanking. Um, folks, this is going to be an 11 or 12 win Kansas City Chiefs team. And it's crazy to say. I know it is. It's if they, beat the, if they beat the Cowboys, we're looking at 12 wins and maybe home field advantage. 
in the playoffs. And now the, the Titans have a very easy schedule, but we'll get to them in a little bit. Their offense has not looked good in two games without Henry. It is two wins, but they haven't looked good. To project going forward is, is not well for them. But the Kansas City Chiefs right now, uh, Rob, I don't know how anybody's take other than, okay, they're starting to figure it out. The Kansas City Chiefs just hung 41 on the, on the Raiders and did whatever the hell they wanted all night. No, the Chiefs are not back. <laughs> In the sense that everyone's going to you know, talk about later today and all the morning shows and the debate shows all throughout sports media, the Chiefs as we know them still are not back. Okay, This said so much more about the Raiders than it did about the Chiefs. Over the last month, when the Chiefs have really been struggling and Patrick Mahomes was you know, turning the ball over, had more turnovers than a bakery, what was giving them trouble was two high safeties, man underneath. The Raiders play a cover three that, that you know Pete Carroll brought with the Legion of Boom and, and Gus Bradley's been running that defense for years now. So naturally, the Raiders say, you know what, we're middle of the pack with the cover three defense. Let's just stick with that against the, the Chiefs who had been struggling for a month against a specific defense. And of course, the Chiefs carve them up. Now, what do you think one. that is, Rob? Is that ego? Like, we know no, I, I think they I, struggle against this. Let's not do that and do something else. Uh, I think part of it is that the Raiders of the last five or six years had multiple looks defensively and they were all terrible. They switched to this one specific look like in 75% of their snaps and they're at least middle of the road. So they're like, hey, let's not jeopardize anything. Let's just stick to this because this is what we are kind of good at. And and they got lit up. You know, it's just it, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. You mentioned the two drop picks. That's one. Deshaun Jackson fumbling on a deep yeah, pass that is another was one. Bizarre. I mean, I, I, <laughs> it, I, I, look at that replay. Like he catches it, and if he just keeps running, he'll go out of bounds in four yards. But he turns it inside. The defense then has a chance to poke it loose, and it was like welcome to the Raiders, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it was just, it was a bad night for them. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong. They were heavily penalized. A lot of third down, you know, they should have been third and long, became third and short because of defensive false starts. They had a fake punt, you know, be executed against them when the Raiders interim head coach is a special teams guy. Ooh. So that should never happen. So it was just, it, it was, it was a Raiders night. You know, the Raiders have not been good for 20 years, you know, and and anytime they have a little bit of success recently in the last three or four years, something happens and they just fall off a cliff. Every time it's a big game in a big spot, they're they're they get more likely to get the blows the doors blown off of them than they are to actually win those games. So I thought this was a Raiders meltdown in every sense of the word. And I think you'll see next week when the Chiefs play the Cowboys that the Chiefs still are not the Chiefs, the all-caps Chiefs mm. yet. I don't see it. Well, we'll see. I mean, the troubling thing for the Raiders was, and again, the game just happened last night, so I haven't seen a, a dive, deep dive dissection into why the Raiders could only score 14 points. But I will remind you that uh, Jalen Hurts went up and down the field against his Chiefs defense. Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Justin Herbert. I mean, Danny Dimes had them in the game. Uh other than Jordan Love, like Ryan Tannehill played really well against the Chiefs defense. The Chiefs defense has been an abomination, Rob. And Derek Carr could only muster one for nine on third downs. 299 yards. The Chiefs, you don't want to call them back. Average 6.8 yards a play, had 516 yards. 
Like they, they, uh, it, you could just see that Mahomes, if you don't do the defense that says, hey, we'll give you that five, six yard pass, we'll give it to you, and you give them any opportunities at the splash plays, you're screwed. And uh, I just don't understand how the Raiders interim coach or the defensive coordinator could give up five different receivers had catches over 20 yards. Byron Pringle, Mecole Hardman, and then of course Hill, Kelsey, and Daryl Williams looking geez, looking like Marcus Allen out there. Sorry, that did. <laughs> a little deeper with the Raiders. Fun um, fact, I actually benched Daryl Williams in my fantasy league in, for Kenny and Drake. You know, obviously, if anyone knows fantasy football, that was just a terrible decision. But I knew I was going to win, so I didn't want to root against my team on Sunday Night Football. I guess it really didn't matter. I think but. that's probably the funniest fantasy football comment I've heard in weeks. <laughs> you, you didn't want to root against your team in real life. That's a, do you wear, like, the Raiders starter jacket during games or any Raiders gear? No, I do not. Okay. I showed up at my daughter's soccer game with a Jets t-shirt on, and... Uh, a, a buddy on the team, well, uh, a daughter who's, uh, he, the guy has a daughter who's friends with my daughter. He's wearing his Chargers stuff, and we're kind of watching some of the Chargers game on my phone. I was like, what's wrong with your Chargers, man? He goes, listen, you got a Jets t-shirt on, Jay. I'm like, all right, I, I got to fall back. By the way, quickly, before I get to a, a pretty big story, I think it's going to be probably a bigger talking point than the Chiefs today, Rob. Um, did you see what the Jets defense has done recently under Robert Sala? who is a defensive coordinator from the 49ers. Um, they lost 54-13 to 13 to the Patriots. They did beat the Bengals, but the Bengals scored 31 points. They gave up 45 to the Colts and 45 to the Bills. So in the last two games, they've given up 90 points. Okay? This is a former defensive coordinator. All these bozos in New York who were like, oh, Mike White, we got a quarterback controversy. Mike White who doubles as like a FedEx delivery man in the offseason. Uh, th- I think he threw four interceptions. Then he got hurt again. That's two weeks in a row he's gotten hurt. Um, I, I, crazy stat, Rob. I know I've gone on too long on the Jets, and people are probably going to fast forward. But ev- all five starters in the Buffalo Bills secondary had a turnover against the Jets. All five! That's real. That's a real thing. Hey, Four me, interceptions me, and a fumble recovery. Let me say this to make you feel good about yourself. Next time you tell that story about the Jets, just say we have a record-setting defense. Yeah, record bad. Don't, don't, don't let them know what kind of record it is. Yeah. Just say we got a record. What's the record? Uh, it's just a bad one. Um, the Jets were down 38-3 to at home before some garbage time uh, points. Thank you, Joe Flacco, for the Elijah Moore uh, fantasy points. Yes, I had to start him. That's how bad it is. Um, but they were trying to put lipstick on a pig and make it look like the Jets weren't that bad. Uh, they got their asses kicked, and it's an embarrassment. The good news is, thanks to the Seahawks doing absolutely nothing. Rob, honestly, I thought this was one of my top three surprises. The Seahawks could not score on the Packers' defense. Zero points. What? Um, the Jets now have the third and seventh pick in the draft. How excited are you, Rob? They got two top ten picks. As a Raiders guy, you should know that. You guys always have a lot of picks, right? Uh, yeah, they're just not at the team anymore. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, now, though, I, I think this story is kind of a sleeping giant. And... You guys know, I, I, I've said I, I got a buddy I play pickup basketball with. He lives near me. He does a lot of, uh, he's like the head PR guy, marketing guy for Baker Mayfield. So when he's getting all these commercials, this guy's like making the deals and we're friends. And I have grown to kind of like Baker a little bit based on some of the stories this guy tells me. Obviously, these are all positive stories. And, you know, I was thrilled when Odell got shipped out of town. You can read between the lines on that one. And then I was thrilled when... Baker looks solid against the Bengals, tossing a touchdown pass, getting a little cocky in the postgame interviews. 
And I liked him against the Patriots. Even after Nick Chubb, I said, you know what? It's bigger than that. They, they should be all right. And they got embarrassed so badly, 45-7. to seven. They were 1-for-11 on third down. Baker tried to throw an end zone in the interception on the first drive, then did throw an interception on the second drive that gave the Patriots first and goal in like, you know, seven minutes into the game. Or it, I think it was the second quarter because the first quarter drives were so long. And it was just a total shit show for the Browns. One of the low points of the Baker Mayfield era. I think the other one would be, when, didn't he talk trash to Hugh, Hugh, uh, it's not Hugh Douglas, Hugh. Um, Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson, thank you. He like, he said something to him. There was like, like, come on, dude, grow up. And he has grown up a little bit. He was so bad, it prompted a story by a guy who's come on this pod before, Charles Robinson at Yahoo. And you guys, you got to read this. The Cleveland Browns may need to mull quarterback options beyond Baker Mayfield. And he, I know that obviously sounds like, oh, that's very basic. Everybody knows that. But he draws a parallel with Marcus Mariota and the Titans. And if you guys remember, Mariota got to the playoffs with the Titans. They were up big on the Chiefs and then lost. That was like the final... Uh, Alex Smith won that game, and then the next season they handed it over to Patrick Mahomes. But Mariota didn't get back to the playoffs, kept getting injured. They gave him the fifth-year option, and as like insurance, they traded for Ryan Tannehill. They're like, yeah, let's just let's see what we got. Let's let's leave our options open. And Marcus Mariota, um, you know, played himself out of the starting role, and he was the number two overall pick. I loved him coming out of Oregon, and he just it never worked for him. It just did not happen. And next thing you know, they've got Ryan Tannehill waiting in the wings. And wouldn't you know it, but things have looked damn good with Ryan Tannehill. And I asked the question, Rob, like, geez, this is one of those games where the only takeaway is, holy cow, what the hell's wrong with Baker Mayfield? He was bad. I know he got injured, the shoulder. And we can play all these. Oh, well, he's kind of injured. And, you know, he didn't have Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. Fine, we can play that. And that's real. That's factual. Um, The kid Dearness Johnson did play well. In uh, in reserve for Chubb and Hunt, but the reality is Baker's just not making throws. They did ha- they had zero explosive pass pass plays down the field. No passes of twenty or more yards. I just told you Patrick Mahomes had five different receivers with explosive pass plays. They couldn't throw the ball down the field, and anytime Baker did, there were like two or three Patriots there, and you're like, geez, they they're just reading them like a book. The Browns had 217 yards of offense, 1 for 11 on third down, 3.7 yards per play. They did nothing. Now, the Browns' defense is another story. By the way, Miles Garrett kind of calling out the defensive coordinator. You got to wonder what the vibe is like there. Uh, Let me give you the exact quote if I can find it from Miles Garrett. So we got to go back to the drawing board and see how we can be better, see how we can scheme better, see how we can make adjustments on the fly. We never had a chance just because we didn't make any adjustments on the sideline. Oh, boy. So, of course, the media is like, could say more, please? Miles Garrett's just like, well, we didn't make adjustments as they kept on scoring, and we weren't countering that. So, I mean, we need to do better. And I'll tell you right now, Joe Woods has done a pretty good job this season, um, a couple spots. There is no doubt about it, but the Browns' defense is keeping Miles Garrett, who leads the NFL in sacks, and Joe Woods is going to have to look for another line of work if he don't make any changes. I'm concerned about this Browns team. Next week, they have the Lions. Now, I mentioned that um, teams that did not cover versus teams that did cover. Four and one last week. There are four teams this week, and the Browns fit the bill. They did not cover. They will face the Detroit Lions. 
who did cover by tying Pittsburgh as big underdogs. Pittsburgh didn't have Big Ben. The other three games, if you're curious, I'll bury it in the middle of the pod. Uh, so only real listeners of the pod will get it. I don't want to leave it at the end so people just skip to the last five minutes. Yeah, we can see who does that, guys. Um, Colts fit the bill if you want to back them. They did not cover against Jacksonville. At least I don't think they did. And they played the Bills who did cover. Um, the New York Jets, yes, that's right, the New York football Jets. If you can stomach that, the team that's given up 90 points in the last two weeks, they faced the Miami Dolphins. And the Atlanta Falcons, who got their doors blown off by Dallas, they faced the Patriots. And I'll tell you right now, that's going to be the toughest one to swallow. But before you're like, wait a sec, Jay, there's no way anybody's backing the friggin' Falcons, the Jets, a couple of the Browns. Give me a break. I, I just want to remind you, in the afternoon games today, guys, Arizona lost 34-10 to at home to Carolina, who last week got embarrassed by these same Patriots. Carolina started P.J. Walker at quarterback. Shout out to Cam Newton for getting getting back in his groove with the uh, touchdown run and screaming, I'm back. A good visual, that's for sure. And Washington, which was over a touchdown underdog at home, beat up on Tampa Bay, won by 10. So like this, when you look at it on paper, you're like, nah, there's no shot of that. Reality is, these games are crazy. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I had a buddy at the soccer game tell me, I don't know how you bet on the NFL. These games are just absolutely bonkers. Like Baltimore? Losing to Miami? What on earth is that? And, you know, Rob, I, I, this is why this league is so amazing to monitor and play fantasy and survivor. You just have no idea. Like Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Playoffs last year, win a game. Expectations are high. They look great in the first three quarters against the Chiefs in the opener. Um, up and down, it's like this league is such a roller coaster. I, 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 I think that's why I like it so much. The unpredictability is just phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, and I would totally agree with you that this season especially, it's been really hard to predict what was going on. I mean, we saw last week all these huge upsets and everybody's losing their minds. And then this week you get the Cowboys and the Bills just throttling teams like they were expected to do. But um, I want to focus really quick on Baker Mayfield. I, I don't see him as indicative of this NFL season as a whole. I don't see him as this roller coaster type player. I think Baker Mayfield is just not a good quarterback. I, I know that everybody's very excited because they went, what was it, 11-5 and five last year. They made the playoffs, and everybody's all like, oh, yeah, you know, he turned things around in Cleveland. And then all of a sudden, they go and play a team that is almost a mirror image of them in New England. We want to run the ball. We want to play defense. We want to limit our quarterback's exposure in the passing game. And what happened? They get the doors blown off of them. And you, I won't even buy the thing like, hey, we're down uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, who are both fantastic players. But I believe that New England was also down their starting running back. They were down their starting tight end. Yeah. And that didn't matter because Mac Jones, for all of his limitations and, and even the play calling, he can hit a seven and eight yard guy if he's open. That's all he does. I mean, That's every all, pass. Yeah. I mean, on third down, did you see how perfect he was? He was seven awesome. of nine, by the way. And I think he hit his first six. He was awesome. And, and Baker Mayfield... If they're not running the ball for five-plus yards a carry, he, he's shown that he cannot function as even a mid-tier quarterback in the NFL. So what are he, you saying? He, he's uh, 32 quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, I, we're not going to name all of them, but put a number on it, Rob. If if there's one to 32 starters, and we're, go, we're not going to go with like Colt McCoy in there. Right. All things being healthy, give me where, where the ballpark Baker is. Is he is he in the 15 to 20? Is he I 10 to 15? He, I think he's somewhere in the 18 to 22. 
I haven't, I haven't looked at the list. This is just you know top of my head, just kind of guessing right. because he, I, I don't think you can put the game on Baker Mayfield's shoulders consistently, and he's going to be able to be successful. I know he's done it a few times, and you know that that game last year against Baltimore was one of the greater games I've seen from him specifically. He was great, but throughout his career, the only success that he's ever had in this league has been last season when they ran the ball on first down, ran the ball on second down, ran the ball on third down, and then occasionally sprinkle in some passes, and that's how he's he's able to be good. Like, the fact that, I hate to bring this up, but the fact that you had Odell Beckham Jr., whether you think that he's still a great receiver or not, that you can't even get him the ball on a consistent basis tells me all I need to know about you as a quarterback. And Cleveland... I think that Charles Robinson hit it right on the head. They need to consider an alternative to Baker Mayfield. I don't know if they can get Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. So if they is can there a get, Ryan Tannehill out there? And that's the thing. You start looking problem. around the league. You're like, yes, there just is it. Where? Who? The fact Teddy Bridgewater. When, when they picked up his fifth year option and commit, I think it's what like twenty million dollars. Fine. That, that they're locked into. But what it does is it, it limits what they can do on the trade market because I believe that Russell Wilson might be available. I believe Aaron Rodgers will whoa, be available. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, hold up. Come on. Russell Wilson, really? Do you, do you think that things are, you know, PG keened up in Seattle right now? I, I don't. I think Russell would want to give it a shot, but the idea that the Browns are going to trade trade uh, Russell Wilson, um, for what? Like, you, you're going to, gonna, the first thing they're going to say, all give the me picks. Miles Garrett. Give me all the picks, whatever. I mean, I, I, we've seen in this league this season especially, that a good quarterback can mask a lot of problems. You know, I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers beat an undefeated Arizona team on the road on a short week without three of his best receivers because he does, he, you can trust he's going to do enough in the big spots to, to put you in position to win. And if you're Cleveland, that roster top to bottom is stacked. Yeah, but here's the thing, Rob. If you say Russ, we're, we're willing to trade you. Where would you like to go? How is Russell Wilson saying Cleveland? Hell no, probably not. No way. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Cleveland. Remember who was it? Joe Kim Noah, who was like, does anybody <laughs> yeah. talk about friggin' vacationing in Cleveland? No. What's so great? So why about would you want to go there? Never anybody wants to vacation in Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. I I, I don't know. I I think I, I don't mind picking up the option. I think you've just got to get creative. Like, I mean, I don't know what do you. Okay, you know, you when, know who when would, the Dolph, hold on, when the Dolphins dump Tua and they right. try to get Watson, because we know Watson has a no trade, so he's not going to Cleveland. Um, right? Do you make a play for Tua? Maybe, maybe. Like, you know, I mean, you know, could I'll he? Tell you what, you there's know, a way he's an upgrade over Baker. Here, I, don't, here, I don't know about that. Here's the most I think uh, logical option: Derek Carr. Warm weather guy. I think he, uh, Fresno State. Yeah, but if all going Derek to Carr weather. has to do is hand the ball off 25 times and then win on third down, he can absolutely do that. What? Okay, I will see your Derek Carr and raise you a Mr. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy could do that too. He'd and be, he a, he'd would be an probably over, be cheaper. Over, yeah, he'd be an upgrade I think, over I think Garoppolo would be cheaper. Uh, he's already proven he can get to a Super Bowl by being the ultimate game manager. Um does Carson Wentz do anything for you? I think Carson Wentz will still be in Indianapolis. I think Gardner Minshew. Uh, not really. Cooper, I, I couldn't say with a straight face. Cooper Rush. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mike White, baby. Far. I want the Mike White um, era to continue. What about Trubisky? 
Mustang, is it Maserati Mitch or Mustang Mitch or? He, he, you know what? He, I, I don't know if he'd be an upgrade over over Baker, but it would it wouldn't hurt to try. Kind of like the Tannehill thing. I think there's enough raw talent there that, you know, Matt Nagy may be the Midwest version of Adam Gase. It's possible. Matt Nagy. Oh gosh, that is that's just cruel. I don't know. Look at the numbers, that is man. Brutal. Um, so I, I just a couple of can we buzz, I'll buzz around the league real quick. I know some people want to hear some NBA stuff because the NBA got interesting, but we'll have to save that for Tuesday or Wednesday, guys. Also, we may have a really good NBA guest this week. We'll see. Um, all right, let's go back. To, not to stick in the AFC West too long, but Chargers have lost four or five. I started thinking about it. Their defense is kind of built like the Rams, right? Two big splashy names: Bosa, Derwin James. And then you look around and it's like, oh my gosh, these guys stink on defense. I mean, their defense is just getting pushed around. And they have a defensive-minded coach in Staley who was like, you know, everybody loved Brandon Staley. Oh, he's a genius uh, for some of the calls he made. Of course, that Browns game was huge, and, like, everybody loved him. Since that game, they've been pretty bad. It's disappointing because I love me some Herbert. And I'll tell you right now, like, Herbert has not been great. He had a pretty bad interception uh, against the Vikings. I think Kendricks picked it off. And, I, I, I listen, I don't think Herbert's one of these dudes who's letting stuff go to his head. But since that uh, that win over the Browns was 47-42, when he had four touchdowns, almost 400 yards, he really hasn't done much outside of the Eagles game, and we know the Eagles' pass defense is a joke. Um, Herbert has been bottled up. He couldn't do anything against the Patriots. You could argue he lost the game for them. And then he was not good against the Vikings. So he was also not good against the Ravens. Um, those are some of his worst games. His, his worst QBR games of the season. And if you don't like QBR, go to quarterback rating. We're against New England and Baltimore, two very good teams. But he wasn't great against the Vikings. And when you have a defense that's just getting run over on every play because they can't stop the run, it, you're just going to get lit up. And I feel bad for Herbert because I like this Chargers team, man. I would love for two, you know, and the, the Super Bowl's out here at SoFi. And I would love for the Chargers or Rams to get to the Super Bowl. I just... All of a sudden, I, I don't see it. Um, I, this defense is just bad. Justin Jefferson is basically just getting open left and right against his secondary. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm I'm pretty down on the Chargers right now, Rob. You know what? I, I think I told you early on in the season that the Chargers are consistently one of the most disappointing teams in football because their roster, similar to the Browns, is very stacked. Even more so because they have Justin Herbert. Who I think well, wait, is, wait. It, Let's define stacked, Rob. Let me hear your definition of stacked. They have multiple Pro Bowl caliber players on their roster, like up and down the roster. You can go on the defensive line, the secondary, you know, the offensive line, the skill position. Like they have a lot of guys who I think are very talented. And the fact that they have a stud quarterback and Justin Herbert, I think, puts it over the top. But for whatever reason, I don't know if it's coaching, I don't know if it's karma i don't know what it is but they find a way to always be like eight and eight nine and seven seven and nine like they'll find ways to lose games that are really close that they probably shouldn't and that's just what their mo has been for the last several years like i don't understand what it is that they can't be as good as their talent suggests that they should be and it's just it's baffling to me um it's weird. So I went to Pro Football Focus and look like, and again, Pro Football Focus is not the end all be all, but it's a fair, fair reference point. So they grade out players. And again, we can quibble over the grades and all that. Fine, whatever. That being said, green is good, right? Obviously, green money, ha ha ha. So they have two guys in the green 
Bosa and Derwin James are uh, rated very highly this year. Some cornerback I've never heard of named Campbell. He apparently went to college in Canada. Uh, I, I'm assuming you know he's pretty new to the league, um, undrafted in 2019. He's he's graded out well, but only in like four games. Almost everyone else on the defense, including the young kid Samuel, who's been good at cornerback, is basically bright orange, like Nuosu on the edge. They graded out 110 edge rushers. He's 110th. Their linebackers are very bad. And then their defensive tackles can't stop the run at all. Tillery grades out 103rd out of 124th. Their defense is so soft in the middle. All you've got to do is focus on Bosa, who's still winning even when he's double teamed. And there's really nowhere else they can stop you. If you put Derwin's and the James in the box, sure. But then your secondary, which is beat up, is getting torched. And I just feel bad. I mean, I think they've given up 28 or 27 or more points in like five straight games. And that's just, that is tough to win like that. Tough to win like that for the Chargers. I'm, I'm getting worried because we all know that the Chiefs, given that schedule, are going are, are gonna to come out of the, uh, of the AFC West. That's a given, right? You'll concede that, Rob? Yeah, I think... Um as soon as they won last night against the Raiders, I think that division was theirs. And I thought they were going to win anyway, so I kind of yeah. agree with you. So then you've got the Raiders and the Broncos, who are Jekyll and Hyde teams that you just have no idea who's going to show up. I just, I, you don't every week. The Colts are sneaking their way back into the wild card mix, 5-5. Five and five. Um, you've got Interesting games coming up for the Steelers and Bengals and Browns. I, I'll quickly say this about the Pittsburgh Steelers. How unbelievably bad and predictable Mike Tomlin is. I mean, Rob, anytime they're favored by five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten against a bad team, just go the other way. Mike Tomlin never, ever delivers as a big favorite. He's great as an underdog. The ultimate rah-rah guy could fire up the guys. You know, this is so nerdy. I can't believe I'm saying this. So when I coach my kids in sports, one of my things to get them fired up is the movie Troy. If you guys have seen that with Brad Pitt, some of you may have. I'm sure it was panned by the critics who are idiots. Um, so Brad Pitt is Achilles, and they are on the boat ready to take the shores. And he gets them fired up with this epic 30-second speech. And in the middle of it, he's like, I would rather go to war with any of you than anyone else. Remember who we are. We are lions. And they all just start like, Getting, I just want to, and like that's what Tomlin does. We are underdogs. These guys are not better than this. What do they go out and do against the Buffalo Bills in the opener? They beat them. Like this is what they do. Underdogs against the Browns. What do they do? Beat them. Like as a favorite. And I mean, I know Steelers fans have to be crestfallen that Mason Rudolph is still their backup quarterback because he is awful. Um, I don't know how you can look yourself in the mirror after tying the Detroit Lions. And by the well, way. I mean, the Lions were bad, Rob. They were horrible. Yeah, but you got to cut them some slack. They they planned all week for Big Ben. They had no intention of Mason Rudolph's ever touching a football. Bro, it's the and winless 0-8 Lions. Mason Rudolph's been with the franchise for three years at least, yeah, right? Mason Rudolph is terrible. He's still been there with, with for three years. With all due respect Cole Mason McCoy, Rudolph. Cooper Rush. Don't tell me. Backup quarterbacks can't say Mike White steps in against the Bengals. Hey, Mike White is a legend. All right? Oh, yeah. Half of one game. A legend in the New York media's mind. Uh, I'm sorry. I've seen too many backup quarterbacks. By the way, yes, I know Colt McCoy shat his pants against Carolina. But on the first one, when you step in, it's like, oh, wow, this is... I mean, what, you think the Lions all of a sudden had a Saturday night cram session to get ready for Mason Rudolph? Like, I, I just, I'm not buying it. If you've been with the franchise that long and you can't step in and do jack squat against a winless Lions team, you stink. By the way, also, the Pittsburgh defense, the strong and mighty Pittsburgh defense... Gave up 229 rushing yards 
to a bunch of guys. Honestly, Rob, I've I, I you know I play fantasy. I follow college football, the NFL. I don't even know who this um, Godwin Iguabike had it, one of the most punish. He went to Northwestern. One of the most punishing touchdown runs. Steelers bro- uh, missed like six tackles on the play, and then they got another guy who broke off a long touchdown run. So last name is Jefferson. And let me just call up his name because, again, this is another dude. Like, you can't have guys, Jermar Jefferson, seventh-round pick out of Oregon State. Dude's coming in off the street, basically, breaking off 20-plus-yard TD runs. That's embarrassing. This is a Steelers team, man. I know people were excited about the potential and, oh, well, you know, they they showed well. Um, They beat the Bills. They beat the Seahawks. No Russell Wilson uh, for the fourth quarter, I believe. Um, or no, Gino played that whole game. That's right. Gino started that. It was a Sunday night game. They beat the Browns, all these playoff teams. And it's like, oh, I'm de- these guys are, they're done. They still have two games against the Ravens. It's not that the Ravens are great. They got Browns. They got Chiefs. They got Titans. I mean, basically, they play the two best teams in the AFC. Now I know what you're thinking. Jason, you just told me when they're underdogs, they deliver. They will be dogs probably in both Ravens games. Probably on the road in Minnesota, definitely against Tennessee and against the Chiefs. So does that mean they're gonna be like, I don't know, five and one straight up in those? No, that doesn't. They'll, co- they'll probably cover the spread and fight hard, but I don't think they're beating any of those teams. Um I, I think the Steelers are probably gonna end up with like seven wins max. And then you gotta start asking real hard questions like I just tried to give Jimmy G to um what team did I just try to give Jimmy G to, Rob? Cleveland. Yeah, I was trying to get. Oh, maybe it's a, a, a an AFC North battle over Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo, um, because you got to move on from Ben, and it's weird because there's several teams that need a quarterback. I'm sure you guys saw the news: Ryan Fitzpatrick done for the year in Washington. Uh, he's not coming back, that's for sure. And I know Taylor Heineke had a nice win, um, aided by like a shit ton, a metric ton of Tom Brady turnovers. Um, but it's not like Taylor Heineke is going to go into next season as the starter. He's a backup. So now you got like Miami, Carolina, um, Pittsburgh, maybe Cleveland, all in the market for a quarterback. And it's like, okay, there's Deshaun Watson and Jimmy G. And I just want to point out to people who say Jimmy G stinks. Go look at Ryan Tannehill in Miami before he got to Tennessee. Look up the stats. I mean, I watched him closely because he's an AFC East guy. And as a Jets fan, I loved facing Ryan Tannehill because he was a bad quarterback. But... I'm sure Rob will point out that Adam Gaze was his coach. And I guess the opposite is true with Jimmy G. Wait a sec. This guy didn't put up big numbers with Kyle Shanahan? And I'm supposed to make, you know, lemon lemonade out of lemons with Jimmy G? I don't know if I want him. So then it's going to basically be just a bidding war for Deshaun Watson, assuming he can get his act together with those lawsuits. I don't know, man. What about, how about this one? Arthur Smith... Maybe not happy with Matt Ryan. Probably get a high draft pick. Do the Falcons say thank you for your service, Matty Ice? If you want to go end your career elsewhere, you could do that. I don't know what's the market like for Matty Ice. Uh, if you're Cleveland, you jump all over Matty Ice. He's the perfect game manager, right? Absolutely. I mean, he was an MVP if memory serves, and I also kind of feel like, yeah, Matt. Matt, this was not that long ago, right? Did they go to the Super Bowl in 2017 or something? Yeah, they were really, really good. I mean, he's, you one, can, he's one of the few Kyle Shanahan success stories. Oh, jeez. Yeah, just extra shots at Kyle <laughs> Shanahan. Uh, all right, um, we've probably gone long enough. Did we miss anything, Rob? 
no, I mean, you mentioned it quickly, but shout out to Cam Newton. First two plays yeah. back, he scored. I'm happy for the guy. That, that's a cool story. That's very cool. A little redemption, you know, it's nice. Uh, people, oh, by the way, yes, undisputed from Friday. You know, people thought I was being harsh on Cam, but the reality is, guys, yeah, look at his age. Look at the, you know, passing numbers the la- uh, last year with the Patriots. Look at the shoulder surgeries that he's had. Look at the fact that he was on the friggin' market for nine weeks and nobody touched him. I mean, we just talked, we just went through 30 minutes of podcast about all these guys desperate for quarterbacks and nobody wanted any part of Cam Newton. So I like the story. It's great. But the reality is don't start thinking that he's a starter next year. That's just, that's not happening. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone. Test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. 
when I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Let's get to the best bet here on Straight Fire. Monday Night Football, Rams at 49ers. Uh, Quick fantasy note because I know you care about them. I lead my buddy, Dan, regular listener, by one. I have Debo Samuel. He has Cooper Cup. Could be a problem for me, although Debo does get a fair share of carries. And will OBJ take looks away from Cooper Cup? Robert Woods, of course, out for the season. That's a brutal loss. That's They lost two starters already in Cam Akers and Robert Woods for the season. So Odell, I guess, slides into the Robert Woods role. And I, you have to wonder, if you're the Niners, do you scheme up, hey, let's pull a Belichick take away their best option, Cooper Cup, who runs amazing routes. I follow this this account on Instagram. I think it's called Receiver Factory or something like that. And just watching the footwork of these guys, they on their stories, they sometimes post some Cooper Cup stuff. I mean, his routes are just honestly, I mean, it's football porn, basically. The stuff Cooper Cup's able to do. And as soon as he turns, there's, the quarterbacks trust him so much, whether it's Goff or Stafford. The ball's right there because they know Cooper Cup's going to be there. I, I I really like watching him, so it's tough for me to go against him. But uh, I, I actually, I know you guys aren't going to like this. I kind of sort of like San Fran tonight. I don't know, Rob. Is that crazy? Where are you on this one? That's the worst uh, betting advice you've ever given. Okay, on this there pod. we go. There we go. In like a year and a half of doing the pot. I mean, I thought you knew that I believe San Francisco has lost 11 of 12 at home. Yep. And so... The Rams, I believe, as of this morning, are only three and a half point favorites. I think that's the number. So you, Correct. you're feeling confident. I didn't say anything about feeling confident. I did not say anything to, about feeling confident. <laughs> I, 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 I think this is going to be a, not an easy, but it's going to be a clear Rams victory. Give me the Rams, uh, you know, minus the three and a half on the road. Jimmy G is going to get his... Uh, Pack his bags, get ready to move to the Midwest somewhere during the offseason. It's going to be good for the Rams. See, here's the thing. And again, from a gambling perspective, three and a half, okay? The house will absolutely need the 49ers big because you saw last week, I mean, the 49ers were awful. The Rams didn't look great themselves, but the 49ers were awful against Colt McCoy. And then you're like, oh, man, who is betting the 49ers? Is anyone, anyone out there touching the 49ers at home. You just said it. They lost 11 or 12 at home. Who's touching them? And then you dig just a little deeper and you're saying, oh, oh, Kyle Shanahan has owned McVay. Last four meetings, Niners 23-20. Niners 24-16. Niners 34-31. Niners 20-7. I was actually at the 27 game. And 
you just start like, huh, is there, you know, that division's weird, Rob. There are quirky matchups where like, I think it's the Rams own the Seahawks. The Rams own the Niners. But for some reason, the Rams like can't beat Arizona. I, I forget exactly what it is. But that division had some oddities. They got four good coaches, four good quarterbacks, four good teams. But if you're Kyle Shanahan, do you remember Peter King came on here and said, this is Shanahan's last stand basically against the Bears? And what did yes. they do? They went in there and beat up on the Bears. Now, I know that's easier said than done, um, but they were favorites and they covered. Well, this feels like it's Kyle Shanahan's last stand part duh, doesn't it? Um, not necessarily. Uh, unless he's already I fired. Think, I don't think they're expected to win this game anyways. So I, I don't think this is one of those, hey, you better get this done like they were against Chicago. You know, I think that, um, and, and, and as much as I'm, you know, I'm critical of Matthew Stafford as much as anybody, but he's a huge upgrade from Jared Goff. So I think that, uh, it, it would behoove you if you're listening to this podcast to not put money on San Francisco. Okay. Just saying. So, so you like the Rams? Well, give, give me, let's put a score on it. Uh, let me get Total the Rams. Total is 50, by the way. Let me get the Rams uh, 27 to 16. I should probably check the weather in crappy uh, San Francisco. It's always, the weather's always like a massive rainstorm or just like, it's just never good there. I, I like the city, although, you know, the homeless situation there sounds like it's getting really bad. Some of these news reports. Um, and the injuries. Uh, I'm sure you saw. Um, Josh Norman, one of the worst cornerbacks in the league. Like, go again if you have pro football focus, go look at their defense. You've got orange all over the place. I think they're among the lead leaders in missed tackles right there with the Ravens. Like, this is just—I mean, they've lost so many guys to injury. I, I, I just—I don't see why anyone will back them, and that's why I kind of will back them. Now, again, this is not going to be—I'm not putting like five hundred dollars on. Uh, on the Niners in this spot. No way. No shot. Uh, it will be a small play, an action play. Um, and I, I think the Niners deliver, so I'm taking three and a half. Later this afternoon, I will get the uh, props on IG stories. I'm getting my booster shot today. And if all goes well, there's a chance I might be at the Lakers game tonight. But there's also uh, a lot going on. A lot going on heading into getting ready for the holidays. Um but uh, this is a long Monday pod, Rob, and uh, good luck with getting we'll – go, we're going head-to-head on this one, Niners-Rams. And then uh, come back tomorrow, folks. We'll have more great stuff here on Straight Fire. See you then. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. 
Sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 